Hello everyone, this is Aurus Julia Sanchez with another episode of Converse with Anyone, Anywhere. And I'm here with... Aliza Abramson from... A guest here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so today's going to be another awesome episode with Aliza and I. Because we're actually going to give all of you guys a way to something that you can use, a tool... Can we say a tool? Would you say it's a tool? I would say maybe like a technique. Like a technique. Thank you. I, I knew it was. I knew it was like with the word T. With, with a, okay. So a technique that you can use to engage with new people, people that you kind of know, and people that you already know fully. Mm-hmm. And not only that, can you engage with them, right, in a very interesting way, but also get to know more information about them. And the basic thing, the concept is, go to a book. A book that has words of wisdom or a book that has lots of quotes or proverbs or sayings. Take a couple that really interest you and spit them out. Tell them to people when you're meeting new people, maybe to your boss, to, to a good old friend of yours. But now why? Again, you get to learn a lot about them. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, let's say you're just meeting someone new at whatever type of event, whatever type of situation. This is a very easy way to start a conversation. Instead of going too into a very too personal level. But then again, you can also get very personal. And if you build enough rapport before, or maybe like you're in the process of building rapport, this is a great way of doing it. Because from a proverb or a saying or a quote or words of wisdom, you can jump to maybe your own personal lives and you can learn more about that person. Why they feel a certain way. Why do they have a viewpoint? Why did this topic really get to them? Or why did that saying really hurt them? You could just learn more about them. Or let's say you don't get you know into a deeper level with them, but it's an interesting way you know to share thoughts, perspectives, and it's, the conversation will flow much easier. Now, now, another way I like to use this, I mean, Lisa has her own ways, but another way I like to use this when I'm meeting someone new or let's say I already know someone, but I haven't seen them in a while is I'll like in the beginning of a conversation, I will, I would use this because mm-hmm. first of all, I'm catching them off guard and you get a lot of great reactions when you catch people off guard. If they know something's happening or it's about to come, it's a bias, you know, they can change their behavior or the way they say certain things, right? But I'll throw in the beginning of the conversation and once I do that, I'll see their real reaction. And where is their mind going? Is it to a maybe a financial perspective, career perspective, a relationship perspective, family perspective? Why did they go there? I'm thinking to myself, why did they go to that perspective when they when they heard this saying or there's or this these words of wisdom? Right? Why are they going down this road? I could find that out more, right? But now the other thing I can also find out is this matching their social clock. Everyone, maybe if you heard of that term, that social clock term in psychology class. Mm-hmm. So you also get to see maybe how they are and maybe based on their age, are they uh, maybe, you know, quote unquote, according to society, are they in the right stage? Are they in the marriage stage and the career stage? Are they, are they trying to establish themselves themselves more, but they're having a hard time? Are they trying to find someone? Are they trying to start a family? But it's easy or it's not too hard or it's not too difficult or it's not too easy. Like there's so many things that you can look. So I basically look at, I catch them off guard and I see where their mind is going. And I'm also thinking of their social clock. Do they match it? Yes or no? And why? I think this is a phenomenal way to use this. What do you think, Aliza? So I think that everything you said is 100% true. That um, using this technique, you can really delve very deeply um, into someone's psyche and like where their mind is at, how they feel about you, all these different things. 
But what's really cool about this technique to me is, first of all, the fact that you can go so deep, but also that you don't have to go so deep. Mm. That, you know, sometimes you're having a conversation with, like, let's say, like, three or four people, right? And when you're in, like, a group setting, you don't necessarily want to go and, like, bare your soul to everybody. You know, you don't want to show, like, your deepest, darkest secrets to everybody. You might be comfortable doing that one-on-one, but not in a group setting. So what's cool about this discussion is people can kind of highlight their intellect, or highlight their uh, literary thinking or things like Mm. that. They can go more of a just show off their skills a little bit type of thing. For example, like let's say um, you bring a quote that you were like, this this struck me a lot. People can go and they can bring stories that they feel comfortable sharing in a group setting. They can um, just go in different pathways of, well, this could affect this um, current event or this and this. You can have a whole group discussion from this where it doesn't have to get so personal. Now, I love getting personal, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily want to do it in a group setting. I want to do that one-on-one, where I know that this person really feels comfortable sharing it with me, and I'm not imposing that on anyone else in the group, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one reason why I really love this technique, that in a group setting, this is a great thing to use. Um, But one way I also really like to is... um, Basically, a lot of times when you're having a conversation with someone and you're both really into it, it can go very well for a while. But then like sometimes you get like those awkward silences, you know, Mm. those just like pauses in conversation where you're like, okay, that was really cool. Yeah, exactly. Like you're having like such a lively, good debate. And then you feel this pressure to create to to maintain that level of liveliness across the entire conversation. So in these more awkward moments, it's easier if you have like a list of a couple of quotes that you really like, and then you could just bring out, you're like, you know, you're a really interesting person. You know, I would love to hear your perspective on this quote that I, that I, I know. And then you say that quote. So it's a really good filler. And it's really easy to transition to it. It doesn't have to be like something like jarring. Like one second you're talking about a television show that you like, and the next second you're talking about like, I don't know, lamps or something. It's wow. not like something that's like n- not connected at all. This yeah. is something like, wow, you're interesting. Let's talk about this now. Does this, like, I want to hear your thoughts. So it's cool in that way to me. That is very good viewpoint. That's very good. Now, some people who might be listening to this, right? Mm -hmm. They might say, yes, this could work like in a social or like a networking event, but that's about it. I personally don't believe that. Everyone's always, I also want to hear your your points on this, but I want to say that everyone's always dividing. Like, well, this is for jobs, this is for social, this is for this, this is for this. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't speak about, you know, my mother's, you know, like challah or my, mom, my mom's cookies during a job interview. Obviously not. Unless you're going for a bakery, a type of job at a bakery, right? Yes, there's certain things you should only speak in certain environments. But we're all humans. We need to connect. And you can find out so much information indirectly by doing certain things, no matter who the person is, no matter where you are. But do you feel like this technique we're speaking about is only for like social stuff or like networking stuff? No, absolutely not. I think it would be great to use with your coworkers when you're trying to build some rapport there, but you don't really know what a good approach is because coworkers, it's kind of an interesting setting where you're both in an environment for the same purpose of money but you guys could be completely different people Mm. so to find a way to communicate because you do need to get along with these people right that's true so this is actually a very good way to speak in that area because then you can find like a bit more of a superficial connection but still be able to chat you know um but i actually wanted to ask you a question oh oh no because (laughs) um this happens 
well, a lot of people have spoken to me about this happening and I've seen it happening and I have my own techniques for dealing with this, but I'd be very curious to hear yours. Like where, like, let's say I tell you a tremendously interesting quote. Okay. And then you're like, yeah, it's cool. I agree with it. And that's it. Okay. So what's the question? So hold on. I'll oh, get okay. there. <laughs> like that person kind of just killed that conversation because they didn't give you anything back to build on. Correct. So what techniques do you use to kind of pull out a little bit more in the conversation? Because like you don't want to be like, oh, come on, that's all you got. Unless uh-huh. like it, that's a situation where you could actually say that. Uh-huh. So what techniques would you recommend using if someone just is like, yeah, whatever? Well, it's interesting because even the way you asked the question, you were like, all right, so what do you think? Yes, it's an open-ended question, mm-hmm. but maybe if you were to f- reframe that open-ended question a different way, right? You, it's all about reframing the open-ended questions. Because yes, it is an open-ended questions where they can explain more, right? But how do I say this? Yeah, just you need to specify more. Re- reframe that, la- that question so they can open up more. Also, another thing could be this. You probably, a lot of times when that happens, is because either two things. Either that person has not, they haven't built enough rapport with us to open up to us. But we believe that we build enough rapport. Because maybe what you think is different from what I think. But you're interpreting it a different way that our conversation is going. Or a lot of times someone, maybe that person is doing all the talking, but they feel like this person is con- contributing, but they're really not because they're doing all the, the, the talking. So if you see that this is happening, maybe you got to start from square one and keep building the rapport to make them feel comfortable to eventually open up. Also, what I've done is I've been, I've been very like blunt. Of course, I'm not disrespectful. I'm not like, hey, what's wrong with you? What's, like, what's the matter with you? Why can't you speak? Can I cut your tongue? Like, I'm not going to say that either. But I'll say, listen, I'm really curious to know what you think. And, you know, you just, you just, you just went like, blah. I just want to know more about what you think. Also, oh, you're saying like be a little bit more straight up about it, like call them out a little bit. Yes, but don't be di- disrespectful. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's so interesting. Yes, because I've done it before and it has worked. But I do believe you have to choose the individual carefully. Like I don't believe like calling pe- people out, do that, doing that to everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people it works beautifully because they're like, oh man, oh he's calling me out. I, I guess I gotta say something. Or wow, I've never met someone who's done that to me. Mm-hmm. But some people they would get offended or like, who does this person think they are? Mm-hmm. So you need to study and assess. Not study the part. I don't want to say like like if they're like a specimen. You, you gotta study them. But assess who you're speaking with. And then use the proper technique with them. I think that's the best way to go. Or the previous things I said. Again, there's other things that could be involved, but these are the things I've noticed the most. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me get your opinion on two techniques that I know of in this case. So one of them, I'm a little iffy about because in my head it sounds a little condescending. um, Where like, let's say someone is like blank. It could be that they're blank just because they're like, oh my gosh, I have to think of an answer and I don't know if it's going to be a good enough answer. And like kind of guiding them a little bit like, well, what do you think about like this side? Because like I think that this is like a really cool thing. And then you give them kind of like a hint of something that they could say. But to me, that's a little condescending, like you're controlling the conversation. What do you think? Again, it's all perspective. Some people could think it's condescending, like, oh my God, you're controlling it. But sometimes... Like I look at it this way, like have you have you have you ever seen those couples that the woman had to be a little bit more more a little bit more what's the word a little bit more um, 
more not engaging what's the word more to to the guy like she had to lure him in a little bit more like what's the word i'm, tr- I'm trying to say like wooing him no not wooing but more forward more aggressive mm, okay so a lot of times what what they'll do they'll drop hints mm-hmm. or you know a lot of times women have to drop hints to men so they can understand what's happening and it's not condescending it's just that sometimes uh, certain people need more hints or Men need more hints because men are not as smart as women, right? And okay. like, so, so, so it's the same thing. I don't think it's condescending. Sometimes people just need a little push, a little, a little nudge. And mm-hmm. once they get that nudge, they can continue. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's condescending. I think a lot of times it's useful. People need that help or they're not used to a certain situation. Mm-hmm. So you help them. It's like you. It's like if you're learning something for, for the first time, someone helps you. It's not condescending the fact that they are giving you maybe a little bit of the answers or they are filling out the blanks for you in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then once you get better, you get better at it. Yeah. So I don't think it's condescending. Okay. Um, the second technique is where if you see that someone's struggling to come up with an answer... You kind of give them a little bit more time to answer, not by sitting there and staring at them because that just gives them more pressure, but being like, I'm sorry, I don't think I phrased that well. Here, let me let me try again. And yeah. then you you say it over, but during that time where you like you give them some time in the beginning where they like look like they're shaking up a bit and they're not coming up with an answer too quickly, and then you say it again and it gives them a little bit more time to come up with an answer. And also when you phrase it a little differently, you can use different words Mm -hmm. that'll spark different thoughts in their mind so that they'll be able to come up with a different answer a little bit better. What do you think of that one? Yes. No, just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, uh, I, yes, that is great because you're not bringing them down. You're not, especially if this is like the first time you're speaking to them or like the first couple times and they're more of an introvert, right? If you're just staring at them, they'll feel uncomfortable. They might feel like diminished. They might feel like, man, this person thinks they're better than me. But it's so beautiful to like put the fault on you mm-hmm. because in reality, they know the truth. They know it subconsciously. They know it mentally that, you know, that they, they, maybe they were slower or they didn't have really have the right answer. But subconsciously, you're helping them. Yeah. You say, "Well, let me rephrase the question," and you look, you look right. It gives you more of a humble um, perspective. You look more humble, right? You become more, more likable, more memorable, right? And this person is not going to realize it, but later on, they'll be like, "Man, this person is—they're such a good person." I don't one small thing, so I don't think it's condescending. I also don't think it's condescending. Whoever thinks it is condescending, please reach out to me. Send me a question or just send me a comment and we, and we can converse about this. But I do not think it's condescending. I think it's a beautiful technique, especially if they're falling under those categories where they do need help. Why not help them out? You definitely were, were, you definitely were helped out at some point. So j- me? Never. Well, not <laughs> everybody. Kidding. I've been helped out way more times than I can count. So just, what's the word? Reciprocate? Yes, exactly. Just reciprocate it back. There's nothing wrong with it. But you know something? I think we're going to end it here. Um, I know. But but <laughs> we'll do some more episodes, right? Yes. Yes, we will. Is there any last words you want to say about this topic? Um, to keep in mind that every conversation is a kind of a living thing that evolves. So just keep trying. Keep asking different questions. Um, know that it's a relationship in every conversation that when they talk they're giving you something so you got to give back so just like we were talking over here about how it's hard when someone doesn't give you back a response that you can really build on know that you're also doing that same thing in a conversation so make sure that you also give to that conversation all right well that was that was great words to end the podcast with i could not end it better guys thank you guys so much thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it and of course till next time